Shred Shed Podcast. Yo, what up? This is Earl Shreds, boy. And Sydney Shreds. Ooh. And this is your number one podcast. For all things rock and roll, music, or just plain awesome. Y'all don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got, at Earl Shreds. And don't forget to check out the website, www.earlshreds.com. Thank What's going on, y'all? How are y'all doing? I'm doing, doing better now. Sorry for the delay. That's all right. We don't, we don't need to talk about that. No, we don't. That was Toby. <laughs> Toby's been patiently waiting. Yeah, I'll blame it on him. Don't let her knock anything over. She's over here laying down. We're going to roast her on the podcast. <laughs> Take your dog. Oh. All right. Oh. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> that was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's fine. He acts like he's geriatric. He's not. <laughs> geriatric. <laughs> What's up, guys? I might go live on TikTok. I don't know. Maybe well, in a minute. Figure it out. I've been waiting. No, I'm not going to go. They can kiss my butt. I'm mad about the last band. I got banned on TikTok last week. You going to do your little thing? What? My class? Like your intro thing? Yeah. Do we still do the intro? I don't know. Okay. I haven't done the intro in a while, but I'll do it if you want. What's going on, everybody? It's the Shred Shed. I used to do this every podcast. The Shred Shed Podcast. This is episode number... I don't know. I don't have my phone. 38. 38. <laughs> episode 38. And I'm very excited. We're almost at 40. Man, I should bring the intro back. I haven't done it in a while. I know. You need to. That For way sure. people know when you're starting because you just start randomly and then we're just talking. It makes it more fun that way, though. Yeah. And then we can introduce who's on. And I'm trying to catch people say things they don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. We were talking about food. <laughs> so we're talking about where they're going to eat after this. Oh, y'all going to go eat? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for holding y'all up. No, no, no. no. Hour and a half no, later. We whatsoever. decided we're going to a bar to eat after this. <laughs> Which one? Bar seven. They got great, oh, they got they great have, pizza. They have good food, We yeah. got pizza there one time. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got beers full on me. There was a fight. <laughs> oh. Hey, will you click on the gray area again? Don't move the camera, though. Let me see. The gray, are you talking about my beard? <laughs> yeah, click on Don's beard. <laughs> I just had to watch it. I have to watch it to make sure it doesn't stop recording. I have a producer. You know what I mean? Sucks. Rainy can do it. Yes, she's over here ready. Rainy ain't doing shit. She don't do nothing. She's looking cute. It's a bum around. She's just chilling. And if you look at that camera, there's a red light blinking. That means it's recording. For some reason, you don't see the red light blinking. 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 Man, I'm not even drunk. (laughs) If you see it not blinking, let me know so I can see. I don't want to lose footage. That's the most, it makes me more mad than anything. When I do a podcast and like one time the audio didn't record and it was with Alex too. Man, I feel bad. I guess I should finish my intro. Yes. Today we have one of the guests that is groundbreaking in the field of Both. Uh, what? You said one. There's two. Well, she gets her own intro. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give her her own. We're talking about the first guest right now. Gotcha. And he's just come back from the moon. Say, yeah, saving world hunger on the moon. You know, he's 
He's so he's thinking so far ahead. He's thinking about climate change on the moon. He's done with the Earth. But it's the one and only Don Vickers. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. And appreciate it. the lovely Tiffany. Woo-hoo. What do you want Vickers. me to say? Oh yeah, y'all are married, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Tom Vickers and Tiffany. Yeah, Tom Vickers. Only for 21 years. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all been together a long time. Well, we got. I'm sorry. I am. I mean, I'm known to be an idiot, so it's it, it's nothing that surprises people at this point. But we got Tiffany Vickers, the V team of D DV Studios. DV Sorry. Studios. I bet most of y'all probably know Don. He has uh, been in the scene a long time, right? Yeah. He's been playing, played music for what? 20, uh, 20 years? Something? I'd say about 28, 29 years. You remember the year you started? Uh, 94. 94? That's a good year. So born. almost, <laughs> good Lord, almost 30 years. <laughs> Damn. Don't remind me. What was that like, 94, when you started? Uh, we were pretty terrible. Uh, <laughs> Tell them about your first gig. Oh, oh yeah, first gig was at uh, uh, what was the name of that bar? Somewhere on Sea King. Oh and, gosh, uh, the Hitching Rail. The Hitching Rail. Yeah, I think I was I was seventeen or eighteen years old. Were y'all together then? Yeah, we've been together since God, I don't know what ninety. Ah uh, gosh, ninety two. Oh okay, yeah. So. I was in there playing in this bar, right? And a blade off the ceiling fan fell on my head. Oh, no. Really? Seriously? Needless to say, it was kind of a hole in the wall. <laughs> a hole is in the ceiling? Still there? I don't know. If it is, I have no idea what it's called. I bet your mom no is clue. there. Yeah, my mom probably still goes yeah. there. Well, like, when you would go to the women's restroom, you know how, like, they always have stalls, right? Yeah. So the stalls that they built... When you would go into the women's restroom and you would sit down, you could look over and see the person next to you because <laughs> it was that the, short. Yes. Ooh, like their face? <laughs> and they were pink. Oh, no. Oh. Like pink plywood. Well, I'm used They're to seeing over the stalls anyways. Well, not when yeah, you're sitting. You're tall, but no, literally, like, yeah, you could just look over and, like, it stopped. Did you ever say hi to anybody? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Hey, girl. Like, what's well, going on? It was my girlfriend, so. What's going like, on, yeah. I would have done that, too. Yeah, I like that. They should bring that back. Sounds like a great place. <laughs> I yeah, would like to go bring that back. short stalls and <clears throat> it's kind of it's falling off. At the whiskey barn, it's a trough. I guess funny. at Labella's too, it's a trough. Oh, at Labella, at the I don't know about the trough bathroom, but the other bathrooms, you have to step up on that pedestal. Oh, that's the throne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I wonder how many people have. Oh, that sounds yeah. Bit the dust in there. Yeah, yeah. Labellos, Yeah. That's dangerous. I know. Every I'm like I I can't <laughs> I'm telling you. I can't let dangerous. myself get too drunk there because I'm afraid I'm gonna fall. I know. <laughs> or hit my head on the same. Ceiling. Same. Hey, it's what you got to do. I mean, you're at Labella's. <laughs> I mean, you don't go to Labella's for the bathroom. <laughs> I, I do. You I go for the it. what's that? I feel, like regal when they go in there. Yeah, well, you're queen. <laughs> what is that bartender's name that works there that we like? Heather. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I go there for Heather. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> yeah, I don't. If she leaves, I leave. <laughs> yeah, we love Heather. Yeah, we, we, love like, Heather. we like Heather too. We've known her a long, she, long, long time. One of the best. Hey, Heather. Yeah, one yeah, of the hey, best Heather. bartenders. Maybe she just likes me, and I'm biased. I don't know. I think but, she's just a good person. Like, and she really is. Yeah, yeah. no, she, that's what it is. Yeah, and she, she doesn't treat me like trash you go to one of these bars in houston they're like you know the bartender's like 20 and looks like 
she's printed out the magazine. She's like, what do you want? I'm like. And then they use the little measuring cut, the little shot thing. And like, yeah. And can she's I, just like. <laughs> yeah, whiskey Coke. They fill the Coke up to here. And it's like, I'm like, oh, man, $9 for this? Yep. So, because people say, you want to go out? And I'm like, I want to go to Labella's. And they're like, no, let's go to the club. Or I'm like. every After every show when someone wants to go out, we always, we'll drive out of our way. Because that's out of our way. Like if we're on this side of town. Uh, we'll drive to go to Labello's just because we love it so much. Like, they'll want to go somewhere in Humble, and we're like, no, we'll drive to Huffman <laughs> just to go there. Absolutely. Yeah. And We've then, driven there just to see uh, you play before one night. This yeah. one After we saw. Show. You were playing Hysteria. Yeah, we walked Bonds. in, and you had just started it, and I was like, yes. I was like, this is going to be a good night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. Um, I've told you this before, but on the podcast, Don's version of his, his acoustic version of Hysteria is – the probably the best, uh, maybe the only I've ever heard, and I don't think you could do better because that man. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Really, I mean that. I, I kind of like, kind of changed my whole perspective of you, Don, when I heard that song. And the other songs did, um, didn't make me feel that way. It was, <laughs> I was like, I started listening. I was like, damn, this is hysteria because that's the shit I want to hear. Yeah. So thank you for that that night, man. You're I appreciate welcome. that. You're you, welcome. you have a real talent in that your voice. Your guitar playing and your voice. So, I mean, I don't, you don't need some dumb kid to fucking validate you, but <laughs> um, if y'all do have the chance to go see Don play, and I know you don't play very, just acoustic gigs, right? Yeah. Y'all go, do go see Don because he is very talented. But thank you. 25 years will do that, I guess. I was going to, uh, that first gig at the Hitchin Ladder. Hitchin Rail. Hitchin Rail, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the, what led to that? I mean. Oh, uh, man. We were, we were a little three-piece band called Off the Wall. Nice. Uh, a Pink Floyd cover band? No. <laughs> I don't even remember. what We called ourselves Off the Wall because we were, it was two Hispanic guys and me, so we were a little bit of a different type of country band around here. <laughs> Nice. And it was one of the, I think the drummer might have came up with the name. He's like, man, we look weird. Let's call ourselves off the wall because we're a little strange looking. So, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and it was bass, drums, and you? Just me. That's it, yeah. Damn. And back then, I was, I had no idea how to play country guitar. I sucked. Do you remember the set list? I don't know. It was probably everything that was on the radio back then. Yeah. Country. George Crawl. Strait. Watermelon Crawl. Crawl. Tracy Bird. <laughs> Hey, bring that oh, set list back. Hey, I, yeah, I, that's the music I like. The I country music we, I like. We've come full, full circle now. I want to hear that. I'm coming on the point live. The country dudes I see now, they want to play all the the songs everybody plays. You know, a lot of Tyler Childers on that. I'm like, I want to hear. I want to hear Tracy Burt. Like, I heard enough Tyler Childers. I'm ready to hear Watermelon. I do. I love Watermelon. Who does? Song. Get, yeah, me too. Who plays with us? Have, does somebody we know play Watermelon Girl? Yeah. Um... Is it Austin or is it Brandon? I want to say it's Austin. I don't know. It might be Brandon. Yeah, somebody I know plays Watermelon Crawling and makes it my day. That's a great song. <laughs> it's fun for sure. So yeah. when did you, what brought you from gigging to producing? Is that like a lifelong dream or? Her. I, that, I mean, I knew that, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've always wanted to work in a studio. I've always wanted to be a producer. That's something that's. Because I always loved running sound for my band. Mm -hmm. I ran sound forever for my band, and I love mixing. It's just, it's a lot of fun. And uh, so I guess during COVID, 
when we got some of that government money. Yep. When Stimmy. <laughs> yeah, that we're all paying for now. But anyway, I don't want to get into politics. Anyway. So, <laughs> no, we can't. So, yeah, when we got that little bit of extra cash, went and bought, you know, little small setup. Because she was writing songs and she wanted to start recording. Dude, so the government should put you on a poster because that's the right thing to do with that fucking money. <laughs> Technically investing. So. Yeah, no doubt. All these other bums just stole it <laughs> and bought crack off the street. Oh, well, never yeah, mind. Take you, it back. I was pointing. Damn, that's a good use of that money. I didn't spend my uh, stimulus money that well. I don't. I don't think I bought it on anything cool. <laughs> and um, I didn't want to ask you the first gig. What was the sound equipment like? Oh that, my god! What did you it use? Was hor- horrible. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The bass player had a bunch of old stuff from like the seventies, um, <laughs> and it was just horrible. Like an old PV head. You know, the, like an old, one of those old heads like from 1978, 1980. Plug it in. It, oh, it, was, it was. That was the mixer? Yes, it was nasty. With the knobs, like an amp, like a guitar yes. amp? Oh, yeah. It yeah. was horrible. Oh, those are, piece, those are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> With like one speaker? Yeah, we, we had a couple speakers. I don't know. They were old. Weren't they like homemade? Homemade, homemade speakers. <gasps> hey, oh, my God. I think they were. That's, I mean, I'm not oh. putting it down. I mean, you know, we got out and we were playing. And we had fun, but. Our it fir- was, yeah, it our, was terrible. Equipment. Our first gig we played on karaoke equipment. And the, the Unknown Brothers still to this day just play with one speaker. So and they but they rock it. It's, Tyler just plugs his microphone into a speaker. Yeah. And the rest is just bass amp, guitar amp, drums. Man. And uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't sound as good as the real deal, but in Tin Cup, it actually does kind of sound good. <laughs> That's- <laughs> I feel like it's hard to sound bad in there. Yeah, I know. You're in a tin cup. <laughs> and then if you drink enough, it just kind of starts to sound real good. But that low ceiling. Man, to think about 1994 at the Hitch and Rail. Man. <laughs> Hitch and Rail. It's, I would have thought we'd talk about that tonight. I don't think I got first actual, like, good sound equipment, probably for like a year later. Finally went to uh, Texas Music Emporium and bought a little little system. You know. Do you remember who you bought them from? I don't remember the guy. Was it a tall, lanky dude, Hugh? I think Hugh was there. I remember Hugh. You remember him? He, he was owner, wasn't he? No, he's just been there. He's, <laughs> he's just... probably still there. I bought a lot of stuff from Hugh. It might have been who I bought all the stuff from. Isn't he in I the bet escape band? Oh, he's, yeah, he texts me all the time. He, I'll just get a random text, a picture of a new guitar he got. And then I'll go, looks good. And he says, and then he'll go, the price will be like twelve hundred dollars. I'm like, I don't have any money here. I'm like, and be like, we can put it on lay day. He said, be like, give me, give me twenty bucks. I'll put it on layaway. I'm like, twenty dollars. I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm always say, if can I do twenty bucks layaway and it comes home with me? And I just, he's like, no, we got to keep it here. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want it. I bought several several guitars from there. They're my favorite guitar store, mostly because of Hugh. I used to jam with him a lot. Mm-hmm. At um, the jailhouse, backwoods. I've seen him at Green Oaks, but I haven't seen his old ass in a while. Isn't he in that Journey cover band? No, that's Joel, the uh, younger. You know Joel? I don't know. He's I haven't the, been there in years. Oh, really? He's the younger fella. He's in a, what's the name of it? Escape. Escape? Yeah, he's in a Journey cover band. They're pretty decent, too. Oh, yeah, they're really good. Wow. We need to check them out. Oh, they're, I think they're the Houston Journey cover band because they do, they get all the Kima gigs and 
mm-hmm. all those like perfect like bag of donut type gigs. Mm-hmm. But in Joel shreds, he's like a he's like a Joe Satriani type shredder. He plays Ibanez's. Yeah. And um he's kills it. Makes me feel bad when I see him play. <laughs> but I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I think he thinks he laughs at me because I come in there and I'm like buying this dumb guitar. Because he's always trying to sell me an Ibanez. And I'm like, nah, that's I need a I just need looks. <laughs> Give it up. On- yeah, I bought an Ibanez from there when I was, I don't know, 15, I think. Well, I didn't. My parents bought it. But. Was it the SG style? No. 560 or something like that. Uh, I don't remember the model. It was, it was RG, RG 560 or something like that. It was like one of the, kind of like the Steve Vai type model. Did the hole in the body? It didn't have the, it didn't have the handle there, but it was kind of like that kind of. Dude, my buddy used to have the American-made Steve Vai with the gold hardware. It was so sick. He couldn't play a damn thing on it, but it was sick. <laughs> Dude, the the I find the best guitar, the people with the best guitars uh, never play them and never use them. We, yeah, we had that conversation the other yeah. night talking about one of your friends, Collector, right? yeah. Yeah, he's a collector. Oh, really? We did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, At he Fergie's? has... Yeah, he has like an insane collection. Remember oh, he was yeah. Telling us about it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, he has like one signed by Prince. Yeah. Prince, Steve Ray Vaughan. Uh, he owns a couple of Tom Petty's guitars yeah. that he actually played that were his. And oh. Crazy, insane collection. Can you say Tell like, World. Johnny Cat? Like, uh, June Quattercast's guitar. June, yeah. The daughter? No, Johnny. Uh, oh, Johnny the wife. wife. Yeah. 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 Um, that is, I want. This is my collection. <laughs> it's just half. This, that ain't shit. <laughs> that's my it's, bass. The acoustic that's is... your bass? You play bass? I don't. That's my bass, so... Oh. <laughs> I don't, but that's my bass. No, my best friend passed away last year, and that was his, wow. and they gave it to me. Um, I would like to learn oh. bass. That's why I got it. Just We hung it up, and I haven't taken it down. So... <laughs> I have a five-string bass that's in the truck. I should probably not leave it in the truck, but... I, I meant to go grab it before this podcast, but... Why is it in the truck? I took it to um, Shady Acres. I thought about playing the bass. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, that was a gig. Have you ever been to Shady Acres in the Heights? Mm-mm. Yeah, that was... Really? Mm-mm. Me and Brandon played there Sunday. Sunday. And it was... Uh, it was actually a good gig. And the people there were very goofy. And but thank y'all if you came. I'm not talking. I am talking trash, but I'm not. I'm just teasing y'all. But thank you for coming. It's Sunday to have people there was nice, but they just wanted to hear. I even got on the mic because they we did like our '80s mashup. And we did like a lot of '90s cover because we liked that shit, and they didn't like it at all. They were just like, "Play Tyler Childers, play, <laughs> play everything that was on Yellowstone," and I was like. I got on the mic and I was like, when I play out in the sticks, they want to hear all the 90s in the rap. And now I'm coming in the freaking city and y'all want to hear country. This is not right. I was like, I thought y'all were going to be in this rap. But they, and then I was just going, I felt like a dick. Because they kept this one lady was like, play Hank Williams, play this. And I I got on the guitar and I was like, I was like, y'all just want to hear country music. And I was went, I started going, uh. But it sounded a lot better, and I was like, I could just do this 
for an hour and you motherfuckers would dance. And then one lady started getting <laughs> one lady started getting up and dancing. And I was like, hey, look, here, I'll do it. Here, I'll change it up and I'll do it in D. I was like, this is all y'all want to hear is. You some, just hit Toby. Sorry. What's up, course? That's all they want to hear is honky tonk music. It's okay, Libby. Yeah. Um, so is that what like you primarily played was country? And you what you played for gigged for what, 20 years? Uh long time but 27 years i guess oh, uh yeah primarily country but there was a time that our band we played a variety of everything we would do disco oh, yeah. uh, rock pink floyd all right. kinds of stuff we were for a good while we were primarily a variety band really yeah that's what we i were like. called misbehaving for a long time probably 10 15 years so you went from off the wall to misbehaving was it the same group or <clears throat> no not really. Um, no, not at all, to be honest. Time I was thinking back. No. Um, got a different drum. It was all new guys, except for one, Abraham Soto. He played keyboards with me. He nice. played with me for probably 25 years. Nice. So when we left that one band, he came with me. So he was the only one. It was different guys. Is that the only two bands that you've been in? Yeah. Wow. No. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Because after Off the Wall, you did. Oh, Southern Justice. Southern That's Justice. right. That's right. I was with them for about two years. Gotcha. And then. That was. Just hired or. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And then I then I left that band and started my own. Which was Miss. Started Bayman. my own band. And yeah, 99. Yeah. 1999 is when I started Miss Behaven. Nice. So and then, I, then I changed it to my name, Don Vickers, and I guess about what, 2012? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Just Don Vickers band? Yeah, because I started writing my own stuff. I started recording and yeah. coming out with original stuff. Nice. So. 2012. Have you, have you um, I know, well, we can get into it in a little bit, but um, you've been wanting to record some of your stuff. So has have you recorded any of it? Like, do you sing it? I know, Blake, did Blake do one of your songs? Was it Blake? Dawson. Or Dawson. Drake it was did. Dawson, yeah. Um. Well, no, Um. I have two cuts on uh, Dawson Drake's album that just dropped That's uh, three or four weeks ago. Um, one song that I wrote um, called This Love Between Us, uh-huh. which Dawson and uh, Caitlin Elise yeah, recorded. Caitlin. And then hey, there's Tiffany, another song. Put that mic down. Move that mic down just a little bit. There you go. Hello? There Is that go. better? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you can even bring it down just a little bit more. Okay. Do I need Is to bring better? this one down? No, you can. I think it was just in your face, like for the oh, camera. Yeah, I can't see you even talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, can you hear? Is it good? It was quiet. Hello, hello. Yeah, I can hear. Oh it. yeah, yeah you're good. That's okay. a good looking waveform. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. I oh, that's okay. And then there's another song um, that I co-wrote huh. with Dawson, and so I was really excited about that because um, since Dawn started writing. Um, we started writing what back about 2010. 2010. Mm-hmm. I would, I would co-write with Don, but back then I didn't know how to play guitar, yeah. um, and so I never really considered myself a songwriter, even though I co-wrote with him on both of his Lyrics, albums. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until years later. I think I started learning to play guitar. What about five years ago? Seventeen, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then once I did, I just I took off, and now I write all the time. And so um, as we were talking about uh, what we were talking about earlier, when you guys asked about how the studio started, um, actually it kind of started before uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. 
um, because I had been recording all these songs that I was writing on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I got to where I had, I mean, now I'm up to like probably 500 recordings wow. of pieces Whoa. of songs. Well, not whole songs, just yeah, pieces. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. songs or There's pieces of songs. A verse, a chorus, stuff and like that. And so back then, um, Don had an old eight-track recorder, and I told him, I Fostics. was like, let's set up one of the bedrooms because I can't keep using my phone yeah. to record all this. I want to be able to walk in a room and just lay down whatever Correct. I've written. Yeah. And that's kind of how it all started. And then during— mm -hmm. um, during COVID, as he started recording some of my songs, and I was telling him, I'm like, man, you really have a knack for this. Like, I've always known that he's had a great ear. Mm -hmm. But now we mm -hmm. were, or at the time, we were starting to see that he was a great producer, a great session player. I mean, just great studio engineer, all of that. Mm -hmm. And so as we were starting to listen to the playbacks, I was like, we should do this, like, we should like open a studio, you know, and just do it from our house and, and see what happens. Yeah. And so um, he got a couple of his buddies to come by, like uh, Troy McManus. Um, mm -hmm. who, who else? Uh, just some remember. different people. I just got uh, Troy to come in. I said, hey, you got some songs. Just come in here. I'll, we'll do it for free so I can just practice and yeah. learn. Yeah. And so anyway, so during that time, I, I did record an album, um, which I've, kind of been sitting on for what, like two years, two, two and a half years, because I wasn't sure whether or not I really wanted to come out with it. Yeah. And I finally decided that I'm going to, and I've even decided yeah. on a release date, but I'm just doing it to share it as the, as a songwriter. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, as an artist, a that's not my goal, vocalist, but, whatever. Yeah. um, but you're singing on it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, like all the music, like all the songs, I wrote all the songs, Wrote all the melody, the Are music, the everything. Songs done. Yeah. I, well, all we have left is the scratch vocals. You just, uh, she just needs to come vocals. in and resing them. And yeah, and then add oh, the but harmonies. all the music's done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's it's a whole album. Well, thank you. I appreciate it's been it. done for a long time. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just been deal. sitting around but, procrastinating. Yeah. yeah, I was, but I finally decided. You know, I need to go ahead and come out with it. Yeah. And so now that we've got all of these other people that are coming out with stuff, you know, I'm, we're really excited about it. I mean, we've got. Dawson came out with some stuff. Um, Mud Creek Revival is about to drop their EP. Yeah. Chip Oliphant. Chip yeah. Oliphant. So, uh, yeah, you did, did you do the, is it the Big Band Project? No. Did you do that? No, I did not. No, okay. I recorded a song that he's got out called uh, September yeah, 22 24. or 24, something like that. Okay, 20, yeah. 22. And then he's coming out with another one on this Friday that we did. Oh, I saw that, yeah. He's going to record his whole album with me. It's, his stuff sounds really good. Awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. What's I, the name of Chip's song? Y'all just show, man. Never... September 24, 2022 is the name of the song. That's him and his wife's anniversary. Yeah, I Aww. remember that when it came out. Um, Brand, his, Brandon's his new, coming next week to single. record with me. Brandon Gardner. He said that. Mm -hmm. What is, uh, uh, I guess. Yellow Roses? Was he doing Yellow Roses? Yeah, I don't he, know. He didn't tell me he what didn't song he was doing. No. What, does he just want to come over and talk? No, we talked on the phone. He's coming to record. So has he got a, does he have a plan or does it sound like he's got a plan or what? Just going to rock and roll? I think so. We're just going to roll with it, I guess. <laughs> I remember you saying the other <laughs> I can't night wait for that, that uh, you didn't feel, I guess, like validated until you were able to play the guitar because you were like, I'm writing these songs, whatever, but until I can play the guitar, then I'll consider myself a songwriter. Yes. Like I remember you telling me that and I was like, you know, they kind of like, I, I resonate with that. Like, I could see that, like, where you would feel that way. Um, but now you're, like, 
about to be like a recorded artist. <laughs> or, I guess you are technically. Yeah, so she like, is recorded. Yes, yeah, so, and like don't. I mean, like yeah, you're a songwriter, but like you're an artist. Like, well, thank you. I so, appreciate yeah. that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Well, hey, I can't wait to hear you play drums. So. <laughs> yeah, well, we got rid of the drum set. So yeah, I got rid of the freaking drum set. But, uh, yeah, but it's exciting because um, you know what Don and I offer um, with the studio, not only recording. Um, We've had people reach out to us wanting help with writing. Writing songs. Um, And so recently, as a matter of fact, it it was the night that Dawson's album was going to drop at 11 p.m. Uh We had this guy named uh, Micah Galloway that came over, and he wanted help writing a song. So he and Don and I sat around, and we were writing a song— and the whole time that we're writing this song, I'm looking at the clock, <laughs> like making sure waiting it's for Dawson's clock. album to drop because I, I was just so excited. She was because, so excited because the song that she wrote that Dawson that was, recorded that is coming out. Yeah, because so I had excited. two cuts on it, and yeah. so for the first time, I was getting songs cut. Yeah, once I actually started writing on my own. You yeah, know what, I mean? what so, was the name of the song? Um, is it on the album? Yes. Or? Yeah, oh, on okay. Dawson's album. Um, there, well, uh, I can't think of it. What's this it called? love between us. This love between us. This love between us. Which is a duet that Dawson and Caitlin Elise sing together. Mm-hmm. It's a song that I wrote. I haven't heard that song. And then there's another song on Dawson's album called uh, "A Song I Can, song Dance, I Can Dance, Dance To" that yeah. we co-wrote. I didn't and, listen uh, to that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, how was that? Uh, how long did y'all work with Dawson? Uh, for a while, probably about a year. Oh really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it took him a while to to get it out, but I saw. I mean, how many songs on it? Um, I did. There's ten on there. I produced eight of them. Wow. So there's two that he did at another studio. Was that your first album? Yeah. Full album. Mm-hmm. Nice. Dude, his his album party was lit. It sure it was. was. It was, it was a cool. great. I think that's where I met you at. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Matter of fact, that was the night you met her. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess like officially met. You too, like. Yeah. So he would just, what, come over every, what, like a week or just when he could and just work on the song? Basically, yeah. They recorded the drums at another studio. Uh, Richard Rose, I don't know if you know him. I know the name. He lives over in Highlands. He has a little studio in Highlands. So we went over there and cut the drums because I can't record drums at my house. It's, I don't have the, the means to do that. But, uh, yeah, we recorded the drums. Well, some of the drums, and then a couple of the other songs I sent off to Walter Cross. He does all my drum work. But uh, that's the first time I met him. That was in November of like, well, not this last November. 21? 21. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it was Blake Brown that contacted Blake you. Blake Brown, yeah, that, he right? contacted me, and he actually played some of the drums on some of those. I was going to ask if he, because I think he was originally Their drummer, playing yeah. the drums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and he yeah he, it took him a while to do it. They came in when they could and record vocals, and it it just took a while. It is it's Satan. <laughs> it took it took him it's a while. It's a process. And, and then, yeah, but Blake's the one I just finished up with Mud Creek Revival. It only took about a month, month and a half. Really? Well, they did they came they came in with like everything like ready basically like here's our songs. Like, yeah, because you helped Dawson write obviously, so that took a while. Well. Dawson already had most of his songs. Um, we showed him uh, The Slub Between Us, and he was like, wow, that's a good song. I want to cut it. And then uh, 
one night we were in the studio recording and he was like, man, you know what, dude, I need a honky tonk song. I need something, something really country. I said, well, let's go write one. I went Something out, I can answer. Uh, yeah, I, I, went outside, I went outside. I was getting ready, and she just started spitting out lyrics one after another, and I was like, okay, y'all two write it. I'll just sit back and play guitar. Yeah, yeah I'll sit over there. <clears throat> you needed that's a awesome. honky-tonk song. Yeah, you needed something you could dance to. Hey, I, that's, Hence the, the name. I've literally, I'm assuming that's the one. Yeah. I've literally been that, had that exact thought process, and it's how I wrote uh, one of the songs on our album. I was like, I need a freaking honky-tonk song. And it was... And it is. Our album was, I mean, our album was, it was just, God, to me, just fucking. I feel like it took forever. It did take forever, and it was just a lot of mental anxiety and fucking <laughs> imposter syndrome. And uh, coming up with parts is fucking, um that was what killed me is guitar parts. Not all of them. Did you come up with them in the studio or at home and then go in and um, lay them down? Both, right? Yeah, both. I mean, I probably, I, the one that I'm most known for, which is the solo on Hurricane, I wrote at home. Mm -hmm. So I probably should do that more. But I, the rest of them, I mean... Well, there none of the other songs really lend themselves, like none of the other songs we recorded lend themselves to like grandiose guitar solos. Mm -hmm. So it was just like the country songs. I was like, they can just tell me what they want, and I'll play that. There was a couple that y'all were in the studio and like, okay, this is going to be a guitar solo, fiddle, another guitar, and you're like, okay, and just kind of noodled something out. And, yeah, that's all. Every other guitar solo I think I've done, it was just like, it's always at the end of the session of the first session mm -hmm. um, when we do like the bass track with drums because we live track at least like, we live track the songs live mm -hmm. with the goal to hopefully keep the drum the bass track. Mm -hmm. And um, it's all of them have been at the end of the studio with like 30 minutes left and I'm like, can I do the solo? And every single time, the motherfuckers are like, you sure you got it? You sure you got it? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's, come on, bro. And that's how, I just hear what they want. And, uh, but all of them were like that except Hurricane. I, I spent a month, every day, I would wake up and play the track without the guitar solo and just try to write the solo. Because it was like 16 bars. And it's in A minor and it's rock. And, mm -hmm. like, and it just, it was just. Right up your alley. Yeah, huge open space. And I yeah. was like, I gotta, this song has gotta have. Killer solo. Yeah. Well, that was my, the battle I really fought was I wanted a killer solo, but I'm not really good enough to like, I'm not good enough to record anything that's gonna like technically amaze anybody. So I was like, mm -hmm. it's just gotta have a good flow. And, mm -hmm. I am proud that that guitar solo came out exactly. I mean, it's ripped off from, I mean, <laughs> it's almost all of it is mostly ripped off from One Dead or Alive, except for the, I think, maybe like, I don't know, I can think of this as like a Mixolydian mode. The, those parts are ripped off from um, uh, Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth. <laughs> The, Richie Sambora is my favorite guitar player, so we listen to him a lot. 
<laughs> Man, you're saying ripped off. I think every lick that I know I ripped off from somebody else. It's hard to come up with stuff original because it's all been done a thousand yeah. times, a million times. I wouldn't say ripped off. I say I would say heavily influenced by. Go. Yeah, heavily. I say ripped off just because I wrote it. But nobody, I mean, the only time you know you ripped it off is when reg- normies, regular people are saying it's That's when it's like, damn. Hey, man, that sounds like you want a dead or love solo. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but it's not like verbatim, you know, it's yeah. not the exact, like, if you would put them side by side, like, they wouldn't sound alike. It's just that no, there's certain wouldn't. part. Yeah. I mean, like, all of us in here are, like, musically inclined, so we could hear it, but to the normal ear that is not musically inclined, they would be like, oh, that's a sick solo. And then you'd hear one in Dead or Alive, they have no idea. Yeah, I played yeah. A, uh, a solo on uh, We Like to Party, one of Blake Brown's songs, and uh, I completely ripped off Steve Ray Vaughan. I mean, I went back and listened to it. I was like, oh, well, that sounds... He ripped off Buddy Guy. That's, that's Stevie Licks, but whatever. But I he's going to... Yeah. I did it because it fit the song well. I love know? that song. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think if you don't steal a melody, that's you could, it's open game. I mean, I did some of the like the Pride and Joy licks, those open high licks, you know, but yeah. It Nobody's going to care. I it mean, worked. Yeah, if it worked. And, but I mean, and also the tone on Hurricane is pretty, it's pretty unique. So that adds because. Yeah. But it's not like eight bars of ripped off. No, like, it's the. <laughs> I mean, I was really proud of the tone. My guitar tone on all those songs, I'm really proud of. Right. The single that we're gonna about to release, I use the Helix, and I'm not gonna. I will never use it again. I just really, I don't know. They convinced me to use it on the single, and um, it's like that. It's great, but it's too good. Like, too good. It is. It's too perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It just, I, it, they like it. So I could be wrong, uh, you know, but I don't particularly like the tone and I won't use it again. I, I just, yeah. Something about the amp. It's, the, I've been running direct on all my stuff, you know, just using plugins, which I need to get. That's what, <laughs> sorry, everybody, raining. <laughs> what happened, okay. babe? She her got her foot. nose caught in got wrapped around her <laughs> Rainy, get out of here. Go. No, it's just, okay. She's sweet. I like it. She's a podcast I didn't want dog. you to bother. Podcast dog. I didn't want her to bother you. She wants to see her. No, she's not bothered. She's, she's Earl Shred's mascot. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely in the podcast dog. Hey, I was He's always te- in here. I was telling him my middle name's Earl, too. So. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. I think the Earl Shred's brothers. Nice. Yeah, can you, I just want to say congratulations. That's what he said. Congratulations. Yeah, dude. That's a uh, that's his middle name. Don Earl and Dalton Earl. That's oh. your middle name, Shredney Earl. Shredney. Shredney. Shredney Earl. Shredney Earl. That's me. Yeah, Shredney. I uh, people call me Earl. They don't even know my name. There's so many people that come up to me like, "Hey, where's Earl?" And I was like, "Who?" I'm like, Earl. Well, now you know. Well, yeah, it's... but at first I was like, "Who are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Oh, Dalton." <laughs> and they don't know that he doesn't tell people his name's Dalton. I don't want them to know Dalton. my name. Wow, dude. Ooh. Okay, these all, they're distracting me. They gotta get out of here. <laughs> this one's too much. So speaking of the studio, I don't I don't know when this is gonna air or come out, but I'm gonna drop a couple of uh, release dates. Uh yeah, Chip Oliphant's coming out with a song this Friday. Uh Sounds Micah Galloway. Micah Galloway is coming out with a song that we the three of us co wrote we wrote together February sixteenth called Honky Tonk Rehab. Was and that then, the song that y'all wrote the night yeah. Dawson's album dropped? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then Blake. Brown, 
Mud Creek Revival, they're coming out with theirs February 25th. Yes. They did seven songs with me. Is, and that's going to be associated with that big party they're having. That's right. Yeah, they're right. having the album mm-hmm. release party. Are we going or do we have a show? I think you have a show. <sighs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I really wanted to go to that. I know. We had planned on going and then y'all books. Blake told me about that a month ago when he was on the podcast. It was supposed to be earlier, like February 4th or 5th or something. Yes. But they moved it back. Yeah, we were... We were taking a little while to get this done. A little bit longer. Oh, okay. It's it's actually the weekend of the rodeo cook-off. Yeah. The HLSR I don't know rodeo if that's going to help his CD yeah, release party. I noticed that the other day. Yeah, because my company is sponsoring um, one of the tents on the 24th, the Thursday night. Oh, okay. It's probably yeah. not. It's way too late now, but I, I'm, I'm in. I probably shouldn't say this, but I, wanted, I was wishing he could reschedule it, but whatever. Too late. <laughs> well. I mean, because that good. that took off a lot of people go to it. So yeah, yeah. Well, and where's the show at? In Liberty. It's at uh, Elks Lodge. Elks Lodge in Liberty. You ever been? I've I've been there. I grew up in Liberty, so it's been um, I think, several years since I've been there. I think it'll be all right. I hope so. I think. How much are y'all? How much are they turning for to get in? I don't even remember. I don't I know. Think it's 20, Is it 20, 20, yeah. 25, 20 or something? But I think most of the VIP tables are already sold out. They added more. Oh, that's great. Oh, they added more. I think. I think that's. If I read that right. Well, then if they only they come, then they... You're, and they, they added a meal, too, I think, because it was just oh, snacks. Wow. And I think you get a meal now. Hmm. Damn, um, y'all are doing it. Dude, these Liberty Dating people, they're doing album release parties. And, and it's I think it's going to be packed because, like, so. Liberty yeah, people show up for packed. Liberty people. No, oh, so. Dawson's like, was you know? packed. Dawson had a freaking uh, MC. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and it they, was. Had, they had like, the Liberty food truck, too, fuck? and it was good. Dude, I was like... Yeah. I feel like an idiot. Well, we're, I mean, we're the drifters for a reason. We just released our shit and we just released our, our, it was Mason's birthday. Yeah. And then we had a show planned way before at LHB and we were like, this can just be our album release. And it was a good time. But yeah, the day of the actual release, you were playing with the Blue Bonnet Bastards because my brother wore my brother's the drummer for the Blue Bonnet Bastards and he wore a GCD shirt oh, yeah, and I colored it like it bright came, colors. It came out when we were all showing everybody. Yeah, yeah cuz y'all pl- they played GCD songs like on the PA at uh, the Whiskey Barn. I was more wor- I just I was worried about the internet. I was just like I don't even real life planning is too much like or it's just too much for me. I'm just So Mason didn't have a a release party? He did. It was his birthday also. Yeah, he had a birthday no, we didn't go though. Because you had oh, a show with the yeah, bastards. He did. He changed like that's they why had I already had that it. gig planned and then he just randomly decided, hey, we're gonna release it on this day. And it was his birthday, and they were like, Well, it was at the whiskey. We have barn? a gig, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause, he did. Because Dalton named it the album release like the Blue Bonnet Bastards play the G C D album release. And we tried to get them to come to like because it's basically everybody's in the Ooh. bastards except for Nate and Mason. So we were going to get them to come, and, like, the Bastards were going to just, like, stop halfway through and let them play, like, a whole set. And um, But they had already planned. It was a surprise birthday party, album release party for Mason. But it was private as well. Oh. And I was, yeah, it was private for, like, his family, friends, and industry people. But um, I had that gig at the Whiskey Bar, and I was like, it's like, fuck, I my fans want to see me play. I, it was fun, yeah. Because they did. They wanted me to go, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna fucking play." I don't. I mean, I'll. Be, and but I remember, yeah, I made it. I was like, "Okay, well, since you're doing that private, I was like, 
for anybody else who's not invited to that party, you can come to the, watch the bastards and we can celebrate it. And that's, there were a shitload of GCD fans. Yeah. Cause there's like, there's like a lot of fans that are fans of Crossover. the bastards. So it was like all of them were excited. So I, it was, yeah, that was the release party. I, that's why I didn't remember it. And that was a good gig. It was. That was fun. But I was just blown. I was just focused on the internet. I was like, fuck it. The internet is the only fucking thing that matters. So that's back to uh, Mud Creek. That's February 25th. So it's not mm-hmm. next Friday, but the following Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's at Oaks Lodge and Liberty. And that's like a, not an all day affair, but like an all afternoon affair, right? I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of people playing. Yeah. Who's big yeah, he's, he's got some, uh, quite a few names. Uh, me and me and me and. Caitlin and I are playing. Um, I can look it up. Micah Cheatham, Austin Tellez, mm-hmm. Parker Ryan. He's the big guy, right? Parker mm-hmm. Ryan's in the finale, mm-hmm. the finale. Have we seen him? Mm, I, I don't I, I think I see him. his name on the country charts. Honey, would you go get me a beer so I don't have to sip over I'm about to tell you who's playing. I'd like one, too. Here, I'll, I'll go get you. I'd like one, one, too. You give me one? Thank <laughs> you, Tiffany. Do you need anything? I'll put one, no, I'll put one in the fridge. Appreciate it. Oh, I think you got them all. Yeah. There's Miller lights down there at the bottom, I believe. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Pre-sale tickets are $20 and tickets at the door are $25. It's 18 and up. There's a $5 bottle fee. Um, yeah, mm. there's V there is still VIP um section or tables. Um and it says Caitlin and Dawn, Micah Cheatham, Austin Tellez, Mud Creek Revival, and then Parker Ryan's going to end the night. Cool. Is he the dude that shakes his ass? No, <laughs> that's guy. Mike Ryan. That's Mike Ryan, <laughs> Mike yeah. Ryan. This is Parker Ryan. <coughs> I'll say, don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah. He kind of looks like Jacob. Stelly. How many? I don't know. What's his name? Parker Ryan? Yes. I'm going to validate him real quick. <laughs> I'm going to reduce him down to a number on the screen. Hold on. Parker. Oh, he's got it. Well, never mind. Everybody's got on. 26,000 monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, he's a pretty uh, wow. well-known dude. Way to go, buddy. Banger Radio. That's what the playlist he's on. Well, Blake, I put, Blake I put y'all was, on a playlist. Hmm? I put y'all on a playlist. We're on the country versus metal playlist. Yeah, I know. The what? <laughs> the country versus metal playlist. Have you uh, not heard of that That's guy? That's cool. Uh-huh. You don't know that guy? Mm-hmm. He's, um, he lives in the, I think he lives in New Jersey or Philadelphia. I'm sorry, Patrick. I don't, I can't do remember. That. But um, mm-hmm. he's a metalhead. And he got his, he blew up because he does reaction videos to Red Dirt Country. Really? And he, like, he only lives, hey, get her out of here. I don't want to hear her tapping. She's fine. Keep talking. I don't, but he does metal, oh, reaction videos to con- Red Dirt Country, and that's how he blew up. He's got, like, 300,000 followers. And, and, like, he went to mile zero this past whatever, and... <laughs> Motherfucker, take he got backstage taking pictures of all the famous people, like big name people. Really, but um, that's what people will submit songs to him, and he will. I mean, it literally he just goes, 
He just puts I, his headphones on yeah, and listens. He puts the album cover green screen behind him. He puts his head and goes, I talk too much, listen, listen to music. And then he just reacts to the song. But I got followed him a while ago. And when our album came out, I DM'd him and I was like, hey, man, listen to this song. And he did. And it really got a lot of traction for that song. So tip to artists, DM radio stations. You never know. There are, most of them will say no, but one might say yes. And really, because then it was like, and then, because I think that's what blew Hurricane, because he got like 100,000 views on yeah. that video he did of Hurricane. Really? Except... The one thing I will say is everybody, so many people thought it was ha- Lane Hardy. Even though, he was on American Idol. Yeah. 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 Even though he had our the Gulf Coast Drifters. So there were there's still a lot of people that think our version of Hurricane is Lane Hardy's. Really? I think it's because, because it's kind of slower, like more rock. But it, it sounds nothing like ours. Because they will DM me and say, Bro, I didn't know you were Lane Hardy's guitar player. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not, and this is not his songs. You remember we watched him on uh, American Idol, Lane Hardy. We did? Because that's when Lacey K. Booth, it it was the same season. Uh Yeah. Yeah. She was on there, too. I'm about to get her off. It's just the tip. People don't I'm sorry if you're in your car listening to the tip tabs. We got to get her. That's why we don't. She is sweet. Poor thing. Yeah, man, it's crazy. The the people I met on TikTok randomly that uh, I make like good connections with, and I don't even like um, a dude that I really like, and I'm I want to collab with him some because he likes my stuff and we follow each other. He's called the Cornbread Cowboy, and he just dresses up like a hillbilly, and he'll just like. Dual skits to old country music. I've never heard of that. Really? And um, he's got like a shitload of followers. And I want to collab with him. He just did something with um, one of the bigger name country artists. But y'all go check out the Cornbread Cowboy. He's a great follow. <laughs> as well as Country versus Metal. And honestly, yeah, get I you as a, a record. Dude, I've, go follow that account. Shoot him a DM. That'd be a great way to get free promo if he'll do it. Patrick, I'll tell him right now. Patrick, if Don sends you a DM for a song he's he worked on, uh, please have it on your channel for me. It'd be worth it. Cause he watches the podcast. Country yeah. versus metal. Yeah. Why does yeah. Why does he call it that? Because he's a metalhead and like he decided. So he doesn't listen to country. No, so he just reacts to no, it. He does. He now. does now okay. because people started sending him country songs and uh, because he was not a country fan. And now he is. Um, but I think yeah, that was like his shtick. It's like, you know, I'm a metalhead. I don't like country music, which I can relate to because. But I'm he likes the same all the, he likes all this stuff. Hey, man. I'm I'm still a metalhead. Yeah. All, oh, yeah, always, we are too. Always. Till the day I die. Yeah, me too. I love country music, though. Some of the stuff now. I like older country. Oh, huh. I do too. Yeah. Music today is not country anymore. I agree. Yeah. You can't put it in that category. What is it? I, I don't know. No idea. Yeah. I like to call it crap. Country, <laughs> country and it rap. It is. Oh, yeah, crap. Country and rap. Country and rap. Crap. That's true, yeah. Sorry if I offend anybody. Uh, Dude, I sorry. Talk, they, we always offend people. 
They know me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got I haven't gone live on TikTok in a week because I was banned. And I bet uh, Patrick will be on there. He watches the live on TikTok. When yeah. We, when we're on I, there. Well, I think what it is, too, it's like I plug this audio interface into the phone, and it's like high-quality audio, but then it, like, picks up everything, and then the app thinks I said something bad, and it just bans me. Is that an iRig? Yeah, it's the iRig. The, and it's nice. Um, I used one of those for my uh, Facebook Live shows when I used to do those. Nice. It worked out great. Yeah. I do it for TikTok. They won't give me a stream key, uh, so I can't stream on the computer like I do with Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I have to plug it on my phone, but they won't. Y'all are turd burglars anyway. <laughs> <laughs> turd burglars. They are. <clears throat> so what, okay, so you said Micah... What was his last name? Galloway. Galloway. I was saying Goodman. Michael Galloway, uh, Chip Friday, this mm-hmm. Friday. He's having a little uh, single release party at O'Neill's Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's like his stomping grounds. Yeah. Uh, Mud Creek, two weeks from now. Yeah. And that's a whole album release. Yeah, basically. Seven yeah. songs. That's all I got coming out right now. Um, anything in the works? Well, I mean, obviously, you have Tiffany's mm-hmm. stuff. Tiffany's stuff. Brandon Gardner's coming next week. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for that. A guy named Jacob Ryan Marshall is coming to oh, record we a love song. Oh, Jacob. Yeah. Uh, He's love- one of our friends. I think he's supposed to be coming this week, so I, I need to get with him and make sure. But <laughs> Well, who was that uh, guy that you had to come last, was it last weekend? Oh, uh, JT Krill. Uh, oh yeah, JT uh, and the Black Tops. Yeah, he came over and did three acoustic songs. Uh, Justin last week. did. Yeah, Justin. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, he came over. Uh, some cool songs. Great stuff. Really? Yeah, he's a character. Just acoustic. We did it just acoustic. They oh. turned out really great. Good. Dude, he is a fantastic singer. Yeah, yeah I he like is. Him. He's funny too. He's a yeah. He's he's really good. Uh, Logan Lutz came over. I don't know if y'all know him. He's this kid's nineteen years old and. Songwriter way beyond his years. He's really? an incredible songwriter for a 19-year-old kid. That's exciting. And, a, and a, an amazing voice as well. My friends call him the, uh, uh, what's his name again? The, uh, well, Blake. The one you were Blake just talking Brown about Blake Brown calls him the Tyler Childers. The Tyler, Tyler of the, Childers of the South. Of the That's South. Oh, I like it. But a friend of mine actually referred to him as like, he's a writer like Bob Dylan. Oh, like, yeah. He's very talented. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, that's a talented. huge compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I recorded him last year. His his turned out really good. So his EP dropped, what, late last year? Last I year, think? yeah. And then he's got a new song that'll be dropping soon. So Logan Lutz, L-U-T-Z? L-O-T-Z. Oh, L-O-T-Z. Okay. Maybe I have seen that. Where's he from? Anawek. Oh, okay. Nice. Something about I've all these something about all these people from Liberty and Dayton and Anawak down that area. They don't be hating on us. They're, they're, no, actually, no, Don, Don says uh, he he asked Caleb. He's like, like, what are they? Ain't got nothing better than do. He <laughs> said, what are they putting in the, in water, the water out there? There's some really good kids. All the talent out down that way. That area. It's yeah, it's either it's either music or drugs and go to jail. So. <laughs> Like when, I first met, when I first met Dawson, I, I was blown away by his voice. I couldn't believe it. It's like, dude, where have you been? And that's so crazy. Past, yeah, several years. Like where? It's like he just came out of nowhere. I was mm-hmm. like, what the hell? They all did. I just I remember him when he was younger because his cousin and I are the same age. We graduated together. She was one of my really good friends. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like, oh, there's little Dawson. Like, of course he was never little. Oh, uh, but he was young, and uh, so to see him like all grown up and playing it's yeah. it's cool and blows my mind because I would have never 
pictured that for him. Mm-hmm. Hey, honey, can I see? Can I see your phone? Or I got to read these ad reels, and this shit is not working. Do y'all mind if I do these ads, real no. quick? I don't care. Let me look it up though. Uh oh! Where's your phone, dude? I'm see here. TikTok, please don't. Music by Brian. I love you. You're the best. <laughs> I want to have your babies. Please don't ban me, dude. Yeah, I, Dawson. He's he's hitting the ground running, dude. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, I, this he needs to pay me for the ad I'm giving him right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those people too that like when he walks into a room, like people turn around, like. To look at, like, he just like um, demands like, like a presence, you know. Yeah. Um, and not just because he's a big guy, but like, he's just got a, like a strong voice, a strong personality. Like he just uh, captures everybody's attention, mm-hmm. which that's, is good. Like that's yeah, what that's you, what you want to have. That's what you want from a lead singer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got that. And he's a good dude. Like he is. He's a gentleman. I told him when I when I first met him, I'm like, you know, you're like a big old teddy bear. Yes. You know, I mean, he's, what is he, like 6'4"? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost, I don't even know how much he weighs, but he's a, you know, pretty I'm big sure, guy. Like 320, yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but it, exactly what you just said, you know. Yeah. I, I told Don um, when we first met him, uh, Don met him the night that they went to go and track. Um, the drums. The yeah. drums. Mm-hmm. And I was at home that night, and uh, I just looked up a couple of videos, and I, Don called me to tell me how it was going. And then afterwards, he was like, hey, we're going to go meet these guys at uh, Rowdy Bucks. You know, that's the night that I met Dawson and all of them. And mm-hmm. I told Don, I was like, you know, I listened to him, and I was like, he's just got very respectful something yeah. special about him and his voice. I said, he's got a certain something that I said, you know, it kind of reminds me of the kind of talent that Cody Johnson has, but not necessarily that I was comparing him to mm-hmm. Cody Johnson, you know, but he has that extra special something mm-hmm. yeah. that just, I, I, I mean, I, I heard it from that moment and, and I actually told Dawson that night yeah. and uh, it was funny because he gave me a big hug. He's like, oh, thank you so much, you know, but <laughs> after that, of course, you know, we got to know him and then all the other guys in the band and I mean, they're all great guys. Yeah. They're all very, very talented and I'm, I'm so happy to see what's happening with Dawson. He just released his album. He just uh, released his first single to radio mm-hmm. uh, through Dylan Steen, Steen Promotions. Nice. And we're watching that now. It's starting to finally climb up. Oh, that's good. And, that's good for y'all, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he actually uh, is going to be releasing his video. Oh, I saw uh, a, on Friday for a that. snippet of that. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. It good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, after his album came out, I think I had four or five people contact me to record. So, yeah, really? his album coming out is and, really did help. Really? Yeah, you got to do that. That's really the only way you get more people. I bet after Mud Creek, it's going to, same thing. Hey, their stuff, I don't know if you've heard it sounds or not. but good. It, it, it sounds really good. I'm so proud of all of these young guys that have come and record. Yeah. And just watching them grow and how, how much we've seen them grow since and, we and met them. all of these kids are such good songwriters. Blake uh, and and Dawson and uh, what's Joel's last name? Uh, he used to play guitar with Dawson. He he co-wrote. Oh yeah. He co-wrote two or three of these songs that are on Blake's album. He, Joel. Yeah, Joel. What's his last name? Uh, I, sorry, Joel. No. But uh, <laughs> this, this kid, he he is a great freaking songwriter. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I, know who you're talking about. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his last name. Uh, Blake is, has 
been one of my best friends since like middle school. Really? Awesome. Yeah, we were in band together. We both played the drums. Blake's my best friend um, right now. <laughs> is he? <laughs> but like I've like yeah. Blake has been one of my favorite people for a long time. So to see him finally, he was kind of a sh- he was very shy like when we were in school. And um, he used to come. We always had barn parties at my house. Uh, everybody just come hang out and like spin the bottle. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no, we'd read the Bible in the corner. <laughs> um, and he would play with some of our friends because my brother always played. Um, and then when my brother's generation got a little bit older, all of my friends. We would do the same thing, and Blake would come and play. Like, we always had a little cajon, and we'd set up some speakers and stuff. Um, and I actually shared a video with him the other day of a New Year's party, and he had to have been, like, a freshman in high school. Um, and he looked like a baby, and you could tell. And when he was singing, we all were like, because there was four guys, and when it was his turn to sing, he was, like, really quiet, and he had his head down like this. And I was like, look how far you've come from, like, that moment to now, because now he's, like, you know, Mr. Personality, which blows my mind. I know his hair's all long. Yeah, he's got a mullet yeah. or a, a perm. Yeah, he got that perm. Yeah, the day he got it, he came over here. I was like, what is that on your head? He's like, oh, yeah. uh, my grandma gave me a perm. He got it my grandma guy. gave me a perm. Oh, that needs, that so needs, needs to, to be, be a song. song. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, yeah the, the day of, that he came over here, he got a perm. He got his perm. Yeah, and he only had his mustache. He shaved everything off. Of Daniel mustache. shaved his beard. Who? Daniel Lynn shaved his beard. Oh, yeah, he, he looks like a baby. Dude, I didn't even recognize the night we were at Fergie's. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was somebody. When we got there, I was like, I thought Daniel was going to be here. And I saw him, and I was like, who's that? And then he walked up to me, and I was like, oh, shit. Is it is it Joel Burris? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, from Liberty Joel Burris? Yeah. I was, okay, when you said Joel, I was like, I wonder if it's Joel Burris, because. I just couldn't remember his last name. Okay, because the, uh, the, when I was talking about the guys playing at the New Year's party, Joel was one of the guys. Joel is oh, a. awesome. He, was, he went, I went to school with him also. He is a great, very talented songwriter. Nice. Very good. Wow, he sings good. He too. wrote a song called "West Texas Devil" that that Blake recorded. It's it's yeah, a great. badass song. It is so good. Oh. Out or no? Huh? Out or upcoming? It's coming up on the yeah. album. Hell yeah! I think everybody's gonna really really dig um, the Mud Creek Revival yeah, it's, album. It's, it's, it's really good, good. We've heard a few. Uh, Blake played a few of them for us, and I like it. Yeah, I love- of course. Like I like the We Like to Party song. Like that's. A fun song. Oh yeah, I love that song. And I love Janet. Like, yeah, you know, I've I've met her, but I've never really talked to her. I've, I haven't gotten to know her, but I've heard great things about her. But I've seen her perform. I love the way that they sound together. Yes. Um, the harmonies and everything. Um, yeah, brother and sissy. They've yeah. been singing together for since he was a baby. Like yeah. in church, they grew up in the church and in the mm-hmm. Opry, the Liberty Opry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it's been it's been really cool to hear the recordings, um, and I think they they well not I think they actually have a song on there where they're doing a duet. Do it, yeah, yeah. But it's gonna be so, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's called Happy Days. Oh my goodness! And the Aww. song's not happy at all. It's, it's <laughs> oh yeah, it's really messed Aww. up. <laughs> she do a reggae song. <laughs> yeah, she's got the vibe. No, I mean it's not happy. No, whatsoever. but yeah, it's it's, happy that days. sounds great. I'm, I'm excited for them, and I can't wait for people. I wonder if Blake do, do a, a reggae song. He could do it. Would you do a reggae man? If they paid you, <laughs> I would record anything as long as it pays. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, Sam. I'm missing a bunch of street dudes that just got a new stimulus track to your dog. 
Oh my god. <laughs> hey man, I wanna do a rap album and just get a government check. <laughs> I got the studio for you. I, let me do these stupid not stupid. Sorry to my wonderful advertisers. Didn't mean that. Tim's Tiny Trucks. This podcast is held brought to you by Tim's Tiny Trucks at 234-02-FM2100. Please, Tim's Tiny Trucks is your number one dealer for Japanese mini trucks in the great state of Texas. Japanese mini trucks are the ultimate utility vehicle for farmers, ranchers, hunters, outdoorsmen, manufacturers, or anyone looking for a reliable, capable, quiet, and comfortable vehicle to tackle anything you throw at it. Don't buy a four-wheeler. Buy a freaking Tim's Tiny Trucks. I say it all the time. You're going to be hot in the summer, cold in the winter. You're going to like an idiot with your pants on the ground. Tim's Tiny Trucks has got you taken <laughs> care of. Call or text 346-353-MINI. 346-353-MINI. That's at 23402-FM2100. Please go check out his brand new location. This podcast... Oh, stupid me. I'm sorry. But when you buy your tiny truck, um, mention... Earl Shreds, and you get a free T-shirt from me and him. So please, when you go to Tim Sunny Trucks, mention Earl Shreds. Tell him he brought you. You get a free T-shirt from me and the one and only Tim. This podcast is also sponsored by Lacey's Golf Carts. What began as a hobby with a couple golf carts in the backyard has turned into the American dream for us. We love seeing the smiles on our customers' faces when they find a cart and fall in love with. Y'all, please go check out um, Lacey's Golf Carts. I'm sorry, y'all. They're at 9807 FM 2920 Tomball, Texas. 9807 FM 2920 Tomball, Texas. They got some... Dude, they got the golf carts with the rims on them. And... Oh, those are clean. Yeah, please go... Tell them Earl Shreds bought you. You get a free t-shirt with that as well. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday on 9 to 4. One more time, that's... 9807 FM 2920Tomball, Texas. And then last but not least, this podcast is held sponsored by the band that I am so grateful to be in, the Gulf Coast Drifters. Please go to the GulfCoastDrifters.com. Check out our show schedule. Oh, that's somebody calling that's somebody calling the drifters right now. It's on February 10th. We've oh, never mind, we're busy. That's a private party. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> hey, this podcast I wonder is if held, he's watching. This podcast is held sponsored by Dalton Grice. This <laughs> <laughs> no. is just he, calling he, me. He had to get, it, get that in there. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's doing ads. I got to get my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll mention me. Yeah. So y'all please check out the Gulf Coast Music.com. We're playing, of course, this Saturday at the shoot. March 10th, we're playing at Calham Ranch Festival. Um, check it out. Yeah. There you go. So I keep saying that. I want to see. That, that, that's, I, I wouldn't go any further out because that's already a month and a half out. What? The Middle Cal of March? Ham? Middle of March? Oh, I guess it is. Yeah. Well, y'all plan to come. It is in 508 County Road, Elkhart, Texas. And we're playing at the Whiskey Barn on St. Patrick's Day 11. The Cowham Ranch Festival, we're playing at 430. It is a festival. <coughs> there are many bands on the gig. We're playing at 430. I told you motherfuckers to call in and say, you want the Gulf Coast Drifters to be the headliner. Dalvin but Grice it did, did. Not. I'm, Of course he did, but I mean, <laughs> one man can only do so much. So because y'all motherfuckers didn't call in, we're playing at 430, opening for people that should be opening from, whoa, who said that? I'm just kidding. But I'm not. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Uh, okay. <laughs> last time I, I trolled, I've been trolling this festival out of love. Fucking chodes. 
But because uh, they used the old picture of us like last week on the podcast, it was like, if y'all motherfuckers want, next time y'all motherfuckers want to use our picture, just call me. I don't know why you use a fucking picture from uh, 2016. You know what I mean? But they can. <laughs> what? Horrible. I know. And then after I met it, there were a whole bunch of like blue checkmark motherfuckers talking about. Um, I'm so tired of dudes in the music industry who think that they deserve a better spot on the festival. Conveniently, after I was talking mess, I do. <laughs> I won't talk shit. I do, though. I, did, I, I thought I was under the impression I was the only one playing that day for six hours. <laughs> I would just like to point out that this is probably our um, most watched um, video. Really? Yeah, really? like the most consistent viewers. This is what, live what? right now? Yeah. It's live? I didn't know that. On what? It's only like, but you can't like go back and watch it. So it's like live and then once it's over, it's done uh, on Facebook. Oh. No, it's oh, live I, on Facebook. I had no idea. If I would have known, I would have put out that it. I would have been here doing this. I didn't know. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't know y'all were going to go live. No, we Sorry. never. We, we never advertise. People, they pretty much know Tuesday and Wednesday. That's why I keep looking at my phone. Yeah, that's so if I go comments. to what, can uh, I share on, it? Yeah, we're, we're on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Okay, I'm going to do Facebook, mm. so do I go to the Earl Shreds? Shreds. And okay. TikTok, but the it's just me. It's not like the, because the live switches cameras and it's high quality. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like so. right there. So, man, I saw the uh, that, that one little thing you put out the other day about this guitar player and that guitar player, the best guitar player in that. I was laughing so hard when I was watching that. Oh, the the his solo video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a podcast. I was, dude. You were I, just talking about how guitar players talk about how always, this guy's the best and that all, guy's the best. Mm-hmm. It's not even guitar players. It's just everyone. But it's 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 also it's through the fault of gar- guitar players that let themselves become like. Uh, you know, like the the Rolls Royce has a hood ornament. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of guitar players suck ass to their lead singer so much they become their lead singer's hood or- ornament, so that they let themselves be talked around. So it's I hear it more from lead singers that my guy's the best. My guy's more best. than from guitar players. Either they know me, <clears throat> or they just don't do it. But more lead singers, it's they wear them like hood ornaments, and they're like, my guy can do this, and I'm like. But I, it's true. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to say I'm the, I don't even know what to fucking say anymore. Yeah. I mean, they I don't I don't blame them for bragging, but Yeah. They can have it. I'll throw out a few names I think are the some of the best players that I know if yeah, you don't please. mind me throwing them out there real no, quick. No, I love that. I want to know. Tracy Martin. Mm-hmm. He is him and John Carroll are probably the two best pickers in Texas, in my opinion. Which everybody has their own opinion, right? Yeah, That's, no doubt. You know, what do they say? What? It, you know, everybody, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody. Had, everybody yeah. has one. Yeah, and then around here, I yeah. don't know if you know uh, uh, Chad Ware. He's another one of my top. Mm-hmm. That dude is. He kills it. Yeah. Phenomenal. Chad Ware is very great, and one of the what was the two names you said before? Tracy Martin. He plays with uh, Donis Morris. He played with uh, Denise. He plays with Donice. Donis <laughs> he, he, he played with Kevin Fowler for a long, long time. Yeah, but that's how you say I, I it, Donis, right? Yeah. He said Donice. I was yeah, like, I think it's Denise. <laughs> we're reading the Texas. Donis is a hell of a singer, man. That guy's good. Yeah. Really, I've heard really good, good things. Yeah. 
Really good. I hope I didn't make him mad because we were reading the Texas music charts one day. Don't Ice. And I said, congratulations, Don't Ice. And I was like, wait a minute. And I know a girl that it's spelled like that. And I was like, no, that's Denise. Like, and, good job, girl. And, and then they're like, that's a guy. That's a full and man. not the right I name. didn't know. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> no, it's, uh, hey, he's more, I have no sympathy for somebody more successful than me. <laughs> you know, you were talking about earlier about working up guitar parts. I think what I record when I'm when I'm working on songs, I think I spend more time working up guitar parts. Because I don't want it to suck, you know. Yeah. I don't want to just I don't want to just noodle around and throw some trash on there. So, like especially working up a guitar solo, dude, I'll probably spend, God, sometimes two or three hours working on a guitar solo. Yeah. And people, you know, when they're paying me, they don't know what I do behind the scenes. And no, absolutely I, not. I spend shit loads of time mixing oh, yeah. and working on bass lines and. Working on guitar parts, yeah, spent a lot of time. He stayed up to like two a.m. last night, just from like eight thirty to two a.m. Just like on the computer, editing, and it, it was just editing a podcast. Like yeah. it wasn't even like mixing music. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, <sighs> I I can't even imagine. Like, yeah, no, it, it's terrible. And I have some tracks for a um, a friend of mine that we recorded live that I have to mix and. I gotta schedule some time out, but y'all please be on the lookout. We did like a um, couple music music video type sessions, mm-hmm. and I helped him film them, and I gotta mix the audio. But I, I got the stint, the raw audio yesterday, and it mm-hmm. sounds great. That's what I was. That's kind of like you know how it's like fuck. It's to me when I mix and produce and record music, I'm always like. The most stressful part is what it sounds like raw. Because yeah. then you're like, because if it's not that great raw, you're like, fuck, this is going to be a lot of work. But you got to doctor the crap out yeah, of it. Yeah, when you get the tracks that are fucking sound great, mm-hmm. just coming out, you're like, oh, my. all I need is a little bit of EQ, compressor, make some reverb. Fuck, yeah. that's it, dude. Yeah. And uh, they're live, too, so it's not like a studio recording. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I got... I, I do them pretty fast. If if it's not like on to be streamed, recorded, I'm pretty good. I can get a decent. I can get a listenable mix. Yeah. In my own music, um, I have a few tracks. I have some tracks that I'm compiling to release. Um, they're not. They're like rap. I rap. Really? Yeah. So I do have some rap tracks. I know that. Yeah. I I didn't know that until the other day. He played a song that, like, because he, like, mixes a bunch. And then one time he played a song. I was like, oh, this is good. I was like, who is this on here? He was like, that's me. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. So change the name from Earl Shreds to Earl Raps. Yeah. I was thinking about Big Earl. Yeah, just Big Earl. <laughs> Big, Biggie. Yeah. Yeah, I, like Biggie. I have, metals, I, I have metal songs and rap songs unreleased that I would like to release. But the metal songs, I need a lyricist. Or the one, I have one metal song that is releasable, but no lyrics because I don't know how, I don't have anybody to sing it. And I can't sing it. And nobody I know could sing it. Don't look at me. Yeah, I know. That's something like. I don't want somebody who can like. That's, that's the that. main reason I went from playing heavy metal, hard rock when I was a kid to country. Because I couldn't. It's easier to I sing. could sing some of the rock stuff when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but after three or four, Always gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Heard, the screen. Yeah, the yeah. And my metal tracks are like hardcore breakdown metal. But the rap music, 
I do it because it's so easy, man. I can make I can make a releasable rap song in a day. Real talk. Really? I mean, ma- not mastered, but I could not. I couldn't do it every day. But if when the the vibe hit me, I can't. I can do a releasable or a a rap track ready to go to master in a day in six hours, six to eight hours. Wow. I mean, they're not groundbreaking, but they, yeah. you bob your head, and, you yeah. know. Carrie females said, twerk to them, you Carrie, know. Carrie just said Don produced Logan's "Late Night and Lonely," and it's my favorite of his songs. Oh well, wow! We forgot about Thank Logan you. Beard. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing, yeah I know. Right I was like, here. he's right there. Yeah. yeah. I did uh, his second song that he came out with. That's Late Night and Lonely. Late Night and Lonely. That was last year, sometime. It's- yeah, Micah already. Well, don't worry, Micah gave him. Every time Micah comes on this podcast, he goes, I love you, Logan Beard, with that koozie. I, I don't think even know. every person that's come on the podcast has, like, mentioned Logan Beard because of that koozie. Uh, sorry, Logan. I forgot about you, brother. <laughs> My yeah, bad, dude. Nah. I'm sorry. He deserves it, a little turd. Are you, are you talking about um, Micah Cheatham that said mm-hmm. that? Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love him, too. That's every, really like, good. five Me? minutes, he'd be like, this podcast is brought to you by Logan Beard. Yeah, <laughs> And then the second time oh, he came yeah. on, we could not find that koozie. So he was devastated. All this memorabilia in here, these are these people that have been on the podcast, <laughs> Daniel Lynn. All right. I don't have nothing in the truck, babe, to leave. We're gonna have to we'll have to, we'll have to find something. We'll see. Next I'm time. sure we'll see yeah, you it's okay. next week. <laughs> That's dude. We have a bunch don't of stickers. Worry. I might stuff. have I, I might have a koozie in the truck, maybe. It's oh. up. I don't worry about it if not, man. They just these I, fools. I need to start putting the stickers somewhere. We have tons of like stickers. Yeah, I mean it. We do need to start putting stickers up. Yeah, I just have them piled up. That's a real. I mean, that's a real reason I do this podcast is just to help um, all the all our people. You know, really, the main reason that I actually the main reason I started this was to do concert reviews. Really. Hmm. Um, But when I started it, all my friends wanted to come on, and I was like, I'm not going to tell them no, and I like, and then. They might say something stupid, and I might go viral. So, you know, <laughs> whatever. And uh, now I'm, it's it's guests. I'm trying real hard not to say anything stupid. So. <laughs> I think you've done. Trying good. to be very respectful. And- yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I purposely on the soul the podcast I do alone, I set the stupid bar. So you're good. That's what I tell everybody. Like, I promise. I purpose the shit that I say when I'm alone, because Sydney's not there to like wrangle me in. Like the two last week, I would. I'm the peacekeeper, and like, I, I make sure he, yeah, back on track. Doesn't you know? say Come bad on. things, but there's <laughs> nothing really to say. I mean, we were pretty deep in it last night too, and that was that was a great episode. But it was more like real deep. Um, we had a Brendan was his name. He's a pastor and a musician, and he's just very spiritual. So we talked deep shit, you know. <laughs> Some deep shit with a pastor. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I couldn't believe he came on. That he even told me he was like, yeah. He's like everybody in his circle told him like, why are you going and talking to this guy? And what did he say last night? He said that like, he said I don't know why I wanted to, because he ba- I scheduled a podcast with him and he bailed because he said he had something to do. But I think it might have been cold feet. I, don't know. I think it had to do with his health issues. Oh yeah, I may have. Okay, well then he I talked can't. about his. Like, he's been having some health problems since COVID, and he talked about that last. Yeah, week. I can't tease him on that, but he said he had said that. Um, he told Morgan, which he's in a band with Morgan Marley, which is Mason's sister. 
Um, and he said, I don't know why, but I like I love to be around Dalton because he's so the opposite of me and like someone I would never be. And he goes, and I think it's kind of like a guilty pleasure thing. Like, yeah, I, I like wish I could be. Cream. Yeah, like, yeah, you're like, you're like his vice, you know? Like, yeah, I get um, it. I could be that for him. I and could... that's what he said. He's like, I just, I like to, like, I, I love being around him because it's yeah, just so different like, than what he normally, like, how he normally lives. I'm, so. I feel like that my whole brand is nothing but that. I'm like the follow that nobody wants to say they follow. Like nobody wants to say guilty pleasure. I'm the I'm the live stream that people watch without clicking it. Cause you know, if you click it, your number shows up. I'm the live stream that you just watch you when you hover over it, so it doesn't show that you join. You know I mean? So no one no one sees that I'm watching. Yeah, absolutely. And I can be that for them. I don't give a fuck. Cause I have a I've had a number I've had a number of people come up to me in private. And say thank you for saying some of this shit. Like, real talk, like, I'll go on the Texas country music charts, just look. <clears throat> if I see a dumb song name, I'm like, let's go see what these fucking lyrics are. And some of them lyrics are pretty fucking dumb. I mean, you can you can love the artist. It is what it is. I, you, I'm reading lyrics. You wrote them. I can't help what I think. And, uh, but I've had... Number of people tell me in private, be like, thank you for saying that. Like, we're all thinking it. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I'll sacrifice my career for you guys, I guess, because the labels definitely don't fucking like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, you just keep moving on, you know. It's I'm not worried about them really that much. And Shelby said that um Aubrey said to tell you that she loves you, even though she's never met you. My best friend, her she has a son and a daughter, and her son, uh, like, loves Dalton. And he, like, uh, he has a pair of drumsticks and a little guitar, and he always sings her songs. And then she has a little girl, and she's young, and she's never met Dalton, but she's always, like, sending me videos, like, tell Dalton I love him. So you're her guilty pleasure, too. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. She so just she just messaged and do your that. homework. Get out, stop watching me. Do your homework. <laughs> She's daycare. You should do your daycare. Austin Tella is just watching too. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna ask you, um, what is the hardest part about producing and recording to you? The hardest part, the mixing. If I want to get it the, right, I spend a lot of time on it. And then I need to get a laptop because I go, I walk back and forth to the truck into the studio about a hundred times on one song. I'll walk out there and I'll be like, okay, I got it this time. And then the kick's too loud or the bass guitar is too loud or his vocal don't sound right here. I'm like shit, go back, back in the house, you know, tweak those few little things and then go back out. That, so the mixing to me is the hardest part. But, because I'm um, such a perfectionist and I'm such, I'm so freaking anal about it. Yeah, anything like levels or gain or tone or is it just it's overall everything. everything? When I think I've got it perfect in the studio, you know, the freaking speakers in the studio are, are just sound really good. And you think you got it. You go to the car. Nope. <laughs> that's the true test. Yeah. Do you, that's, where, that's where I know when, when it sounds great in there, I'm done with it. That's yeah. it. No, that's my final test too is my truck. Yeah, yep. my truck. When I go to the truck and, it's, and I hear, I don't hear nothing wrong. Everything's perfect. That's when I'm done. But yeah. sometimes it'll take me I know a dude, whole day just to do one song. I know dude, I this, that. dudes that mix in their vehicle. That's what I was saying. I need a laptop. 
go to the truck and sit there, oh, mix yeah, there in the truck oh, with the yeah. laptop. That's what I need to. You should totally do. My that. Nest investment is going to be a lot. Have, good I was about laptop. to say that's an do investment. Do you use too. monitors or headphones or monitors? Monitor. I've tried to mix with headphones, and every time it comes out like crap. For me, it does. Yeah. I I used to mix with monitors when I was in my other room, and I've mm -hmm. only been using these headphones. And I will say that at when I first started using the headphones, it took me forever to get mixes good. But they are, I've noticed headphones are consistent. And once you learn what. The frequencies. Or like, whether or not. like, you know, because it was just trial. And it's like, you don't think it sounds good in the headphones. And it was by luck. Like I got a mix in a headphone and then I took it to the truck and it sounded great. But they're really consistent in that like now I know when I've got a song in the headphones to, that it sounds that way, like I, I guess it's so consistent. I know it's gonna hit. So, I've mm. I turned around on it. I don't think it's better than I think I would like monitors, but I do think, I think monitors after mixing for years with monitors I have in that room next door, mm -hmm. um, the room treatment is so fucking important. And that's why I think I'm going to stick with headphones until I could get a, a room with proper treatment. Mm -hmm. Because I did notice when I was in that room with monitors, it was like, it could it would vary all the time. Like, I would do a mix, and it would sound great in the truck. And then I'd do another track a week later, and the, a cold front come in, and it got cold. And I'd get the track how it sounded that other day in the room and then try take it in the truck and it sounded horrible. Hmm. And I think it's just because there's so much variable and because the room's not treated. And uh, that's what I personally like. I don't know. So... I might start trying that. I think I would... It's <clears throat> not... So, I, don't, I don't think you could master... I don't think you could do a song... It's not, it's not as good as monitors in a treated room. But mm -hmm. if you're in a room that's not treated, headphones, if anything, are a great way if you learn what your headphones sound like. It's a great, um, what's it called? Uh, like a constant. Yeah. So it just I think I'd use them that way. If you, And these aren't, these are kind of, I think these are $100, so. And that was just because I didn't want to buy. I don't have room when I moved in here for my mom. I have um, the yellow ones, studio monitors. I, KRK I, or K. I something. think somebody. There's somebody else's that didn't use them. So I think those are the. What I, I really find the bass. I get the bass much better. In the headphones. Or? In the headphones. Because hmm. dude, I, I actually. <coughs> Mixing on my monitors in there, dude, I blew that phone speaker because I love fucking subs. And I would, so many times I would like, I'd export my rough track to my phone and the subs would, <laughs> it blew the speaker. I'd have the subs like fully clipping and then they would, I'd go into, it would be banging in there and I'd go to my truck and I'd hit play and as soon as the 808 hit, the truck would just go, <laughs> and all things are shaking. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's not that's not the right way to do it. And um, I was gonna also say, uh, do you ever use um, 
any sample libraries? Do you have any? I would check out Splice. Yeah, he has Tiffany's 500 sample library. No, no, no. <laughs> no, sound library. I know. <laughs> um, those, no. dude, those can be lifesaver, bro. I would check into Splice. Yeah, I need to because there's certain times like a drum hit doesn't sound right. It'll drive me nuts. I wish I could go get a, a processed one or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, I need to do that. I would check out Splice. Um, I get I get sounds that sound that are I don't have to add anything sometimes. Not a lot, but anything. And they're ready to go into the master bus. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And especially 808s, dude. Um if if you I mean if you want to be all acoustic and um, I get it, but dude, that like when you go to splice like an eight oh eight and a like a chorus hit, like you're going from verse and it's a big, it goes from verse to big chorus, dude, just a little bit of eight oh eight right at that, and you kind of like you got to finagle it, you know. And I'll usually do like a like my EQ will be like a small hump right from like forty to a hundred, mm -hmm. but dude. They, they make it hit, or like metal songs. I like to add gunshots at breakdowns. <laughs> like you can go on and get rifled clicks, yeah, and that's what's sick. You can get shit like that. So, dude, they're worth it. They add, um, they add a lot. Uh, I think if yeah, so, yeah. I, I, sometimes I'll add sound effects. Like I added like an old tape player sound effect to one of Blake's songs, like the very beginning. Like You're fast forwarding a tape, oh, and then, I love and then that, you hit play. Yeah. Oh, it's that's like cool. fast forward, and then click, click, and then the song starts. Yeah, I, awesome. I add vinyl. I like I'll that. go on Splice and download vinyl white noise, and Is some songs, crackle. Some I, songs I added through the whole time. I did that yeah. on Chip Oliphant's song. I added a like an old record crackle yeah. noise at the beginning of it. That Is reminds it? me of uh, every time I hear that crackle, I just think of. Uh, Wish you were here by Pink Floyd. The beginning. The beginning, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right before nice. the ding ding. Hey, when when, when Don used to play uh, that, song, that Pink Floyd song, tell used, them what you used to use. Used to get when I would play that song at the very beginning, I would give a like a, a, a candy wrapper. No, a, yeah, like a, a wrapper, cigarette, a cigarette uh, wrapper, plastic, wrapper, oh, plastic yeah, wrapper, plastic part. and give it to whoever I was playing with, and they would crinkle it on the mic, and it sounded just a lot like, like that. that. Yeah. Really, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Old school, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can totally like relate that but as soon as you said vinyl crackle like that's the song i go to yeah before you leave tonight as possible i'm gonna show you some of the shit i've done okay <laughs> yeah they they gotta go eat they're hungry no oh, i'm sorry she's right. been drinking her little wine <laughs> like, we're drinking we're good <laughs> right yeah y'all y'all are musicians yeah <laughs> i know how y'all work they, they don't understand we live on booze <laughs> Oh, Beer Camp, Papa Top, Alan Jackson. Yeah, the... Or, oops. Yeah. Hey, we did that on, on Dawson's song. We did. Uh, At drinking. the very end of it, uh, one of Dawson's songs called Drinking, but we actually got a beer, yeah. put it on the mic, and she opened it. I walked it. in there, and I, I was like, that's yeah. funny. Aw. Dalton does that at the beginning. Did we, did of the we show. use it every, on it? I can't remember yeah, if we did or not. It's on there. And on then, the end, right? Yeah, and then at the end, um, <coughs> the night that. Um, you guys recorded that. I think it was you, Caleb, and Blake, and, and, Joel, and, and Joel, all of us. We all started laughing. So all these guys were it. in there laughing, and then That's Don perfect. put that after yeah. or at the end of the song. It was pretty cool. That's Those awesome. are the best moments in the studio. Yeah, one of my when my brother and Brandon recorded their album, they did it at my my house. I grew up in Endeavors, 
and uh, they did it in the shop. And one of the songs has like the the beer, and then it's them talking, and then they're laughing, and then like some of my friends are there, and and we're like clapping and singing along in the background, and it was cool. But that's like one of my favorite songs on their album because it's like pretty authentic, you know. Like yeah, it's it's not I can't something w- that wait for Brandon to record some new music. Yeah, oh, that's that I'll blow that shit up so hard too. <laughs> awesome. I don't know if he wants. To, he hasn't really talked to me about it. I guess he, he probably doesn't want me involved because. Well, I'll he just, just turned, called you with like two days ago. Yeah, and I saw him just post it. Well, I'll turn it. Every, I turn everything I touch into rock. So. <laughs> Stone. <laughs> but well, it, I guess sometimes I do too because I'm an old heavy metal player. But oh, you mean like it just depends on what the song calls for. I mean, sometimes like I'll completely flip a song around. But there was a few songs like when of Dawson's like, like, man, I kind of feel like I should go country with this. Uh, you know how I wrote it about? She's like, oh no, it's got to be straight up rock guitar. Yeah, I that, was like, I do know that. Yeah, song. you're right. Yeah, she's the one that's like, nope, you can't add no steel. No, you got to rock this song out. I was like, yeah. okay. Sometimes you just know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how we. I mean, we did the same thing. Well, we even added steel on the country song. And I mean, we probably fucked up. It's my fault because the rock songs on our album are so different from the country songs. Yeah. <laughs> the the last song, Tangled, it's like it's like Creed almost. It's the encore. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's what I wrote the music to that song too, and I was like, dude, I went to the studio. I said, do you want to play fucking arenas or do you want to play at dance halls? I was like, I want to play at both. And I was like, okay, we need a fucking arena song. You know? <laughs> yeah, I want you to sell out a stadium so you have to book another night, and like Metallica it, it, we or end, Leopard and Molly Crew. We end our set with it now, and it's gone over, I think, pretty good. I'm biased. I'll, I'll, and even Shelby just said, like, rock's best. Like, it, it. I mean, the numbers don't lie. We saw a, what was it, Saturday? What was, what are you talking about? The emo band? Oh, yeah. We saw an, an emo cover band it's like a punk called emo. Y'all Out Boy Saturday. Um, a full cover band. It's like that's they like market themselves as an emo cover band. Um, like 2,000, 2,100 followers on Facebook, not active at all. They had to sell 400 tickets. It was like a, it was at last concert cafe. I don't know if y'all been there. And we saw another emo. It was like almost sold out. Saw another, yeah, it was sold out. And we saw another emo cover band there about a month ago. Same shtick. They were called Taking Back Fun Day. Probably sold 300 tickets. So that's, that's what I mean. It's what's selling right now, dude. And like, I think everybody's doing country. So like to do rock is something different. There it is. So. <laughs> I, it, it's no, I mean, it is oversaturated. There, there has been, but that's there's just been so much success in country. You know, when Blake came and recorded, I was like, dude, these songs are all so different. Every one of them. Yeah. There's, a, there's a rock song. It sounds like Tom Petty. There's one that sounds like. Uh, that's good though. There's one that sounds like uh, kind of a that early 2000s got that rock vibe mm-hmm. and then he's got two straight up country songs with fiddle and steel in them I mean he's all over the map with this stuff which I like and I was like dude Me this too. is the, yeah. dude each song's different like Variety. way different so it's not really a cohesive album per se which I dig it every song has its own personality yeah I so get, like, I, and, and I, I told him that it's like every one of these are gonna be different he's like I don't care I like, I'm like that alright yeah, that, no awesome. I think that worked that's worked for us I mean that's 
I our like album it. is. You, you can reach everybody that way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have your country listeners, your rock listeners. Yeah, and... our album starts with just a guitar solo. It's a yeah, it's... car crash. Yeah, I don't know if y'all have ever heard that, and I forget about that 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 exists, but it is. It's literally a one minute, one and a half minute track of just a guitar solo. It's him. Yeah, it's like y'all were talking about sound effects, and it's like he's flipping through radio stations in his yeah, car. Yeah, you hear and footsteps. It's different songs that Mason has sang, and so it's like the country song, then the rock song, yeah, and then a guitar solo. It's footsteps, and then the car door opens, and then you can. It's me voice acting it, and I like grunt like I'm sitting down, and then I'm like, I'm like, see what's on the radio. And then we switch to like four songs and it's got like a radio effect. And there are like four songs that are on the album. But I'm like, <laughs> the takes they edited, I originally did takes that I was like, fuck this song, I hate this song. But they just edited in me grunting. And then <laughs> and then I finally click to the track and I go, and then the guitar solo I played starts. And I go, hell yeah. And then it's just a minute of guitar It's song. just him like <laughs> shredding. And it was, cause I, I did it Cause I, it was the day that I recorded Hurricane and the tone was so fucking sick. I begged the producer. I was like, I was like, dude, can you please let me just, just give me a, just hit record and let me, uh, he was like, man, you know how they all are. They don't want to do that. And I was like, please dude, it sounds so fucking sick. I was like, if anything, you can just send me the fucking stem. And cause it was my PV half stack turned all the way up. I was like, I'm not, there's not a lot of opportunities I get to record my half stack turned off and that's what it is and that's what that solo on hurricane is is um, um, kitchen said that's why he likes luke combs because there's so much variety in it in his albums which is yeah, funny because i love beer never um we used to say that blake looked kind of like luke combs the skinny version <laughs> blake? The skinny version yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did it with a beard yeah it was yeah because the beard what time are we at uh, a minute for a minute forty. An hour forty. Yeah. You want to wrap it up? What time is it? Sounds good to me. Sorry, I'll keep yawning. No, that's okay. I, no, that's it's a just, sign. That's it's just my, been a long day for me. It's been a long life. Uh, it's, <laughs> a long life. Yeah, it's ten o'clock. I didn't drink coffee today either. So. So uh, well, thank y'all for coming. Anything You're y'all want to plug before we leave? Uh. Can recap. Recap the, recap, the uh, releases. Yeah, those releases. Uh. Friday, February 10th, Chip Oliphant's coming out with a single. It's called uh, Souls on Fire. Um, February 16th, Micah Galloway, he's coming out with a song that we all wrote together, me, me, Tiffany, and him, called uh, Honky Tonk Rehab. Hell yeah. And then February 25th, uh, Mud Creek Revival. What is the name of his album? I can't remember what he calls it. I saw it today. We liked Party? (laughs) The... His artwork is freaking awesome looking. Um, the truck? Yeah, it's really, really like cool it looking. It's called Journey Through a Heartbreak. And uh, the reason, reason I kept telling him he needed to call it something like like that because he's, he's got so many songs with uh, like state and cities about yeah. Kansas City Dreamer, uh, West Texas Devil. They all have like uh, Leaving Ohio. <laughs> These are song titles. Nice. Like, man, you gotta call it something about hey, traveling or yeah, something. Journey, hey, that's yeah. a producer move right there. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So anyway, if any of you uh, young artists want to come record, yeah, where can they hit, find? Hit me up on Facebook, Don Vickers on Facebook. Yeah, please. Um, it's in the East Texas area, East Houston area. I live in, in Crosby. Yeah, Crosby, Newport. Texas, and um, 
Y'all go follow Don, and if you need music recorded, please hit him up. Or help writing songs, right? Yes, uh, yeah. Also, me and my wife can, if uh, any of y'all need help writing a song and you want to record it, we can do the whole thing, like the what they call it, turnkey production or whatever. Yep. You want to come in and rec- uh, write a song, we can write it for you and record. That's what we did for Michael Galloway. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And most artists that y'all seen on this podcast work with Don and... 25 years of experience speaks for itself. So y'all please hit them up. I love y'all so much. Please come to the show this Saturday. I will tickle your ears at the shoot. I've told every... I have Warner Bros. A&R guy there. I told him there's going to be a thousand people there. So this is my make or break moment. I guess I'll plug where I'm playing. Uh, Friday night I'll be up in Cyprus. Cyprus at On the Rocks Luetta. Uh, Saturday I'll be at Dayton Sports Bar. These are all, these are solo gigs. Sunday I'll be at the Tin Cup. From going to be a little bit earlier because the Super Bowl, so two yeah. to five on Sunday at the nice. Tin Cup. You playing at DSB? All my old stopping grounds in mm-hmm. Dayton. <laughs> Love DSB. Yeah, y'all go check out Don too. He's a fantastic musician. Maybe he'll play a stereo for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, that's for me. Actually, just save that. that. Yeah. yeah, I'm keeping that for myself. Yeah, keep that in your back pocket for when I come. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank y'all for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Let me turn the live stream off before we get up. Where we can get up, fucking. Bye, TikTok. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank, thank you, for, you very much. Yeah. Appreciate it. She has the, oh. like the perfect radio voice. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you have such a DJ voice. Oh, yeah, well, you really do. I told both of them that. Um, don't get off yet. When we saw you guys, <laughs> uh, the last time we Fergus. saw you guys, uh-huh. and we were talking about She's the got podcast. That voice that- y'all, I told y'all, y'all make a perfect team. I mean, thanks. y'all y'all work well off of each other. Yeah. Your voices sound really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we're very different. That's why we're a good couple too. Like yin and yang. Yeah, very much. But that's why it works. Thank you. I appreciate two that. of me or two of her would. We'd have, I think be, two of me would be pretty cool, but I don't know if I can handle two of him. Uh, no, hey, <laughs> be a little much. I, hey, I got to give a shout out to Metrosexual Hipster Eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, they Say sent what? they sent me five roses, so thank you for the roses. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, Metrosexual Hipster Eight, that I did not shout you out, but thank you for the roses. <laughs> um, yeah, and if if you want me to come talk on your album, I'm available. <laughs> Yes, yes, ma'am. There you go. <laughs> I'll sell my voice. Hey, I need some percussion. Can you hook me up with that? There we go. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right, bye, y'all. Love y'all. Thanks. Bye. Oh, I'll tell y'all when we're not watching. Don't say anything to regret. Yeah. Oh, I won't. <laughs>